0: Did you know that St. Eustatius became one of the first foreign governments to recognize the independence of the United States of America?
1: This episode of TripCast360 is sponsored by David's Cruise Vacation, a travel agency that specializes in both land and sea adventures for the intrepid traveler. Book now at davidscruisevacations.com and experience that hands-on personal service. Hello and welcome to TripCast 360. We are the podcast of lively banter about travel, lifestyle, and entertainment. I am Michael Gordon-Bennett coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, and I am joined as always by the Barbados Flash, Dave Cumberbatch out on Long Island. What's going on, Davey? Well, I'll tell you what's going
0: on in the news. Barbados is lifting the COVID restrictions and fully vaccinated visitors. That's good news.
1: Nice. Are you planning a trip anytime soon or are you just going to chill and and let let everybody just go down there and flood the area for a while to get, all the, get rid of all that pent-up demand.
0: Well, you know what? I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, you know, the only thing I'm waiting for now is my booster shot, but that's not going to stop me from going to the Caribbean and enjoying myself.
1: See, damn it, you
0: just said booster
1: shot. That just gave away your age. Man, stop telling people your <laughs> age. <laughs> oh, because, man. Because I, I suspect you're the only one of the three of us who can get that booster shot. Really?
0: I'm a military vet, man. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm a vet and even i can't get that shot yet <laughs> um, but that, that's good though. i mean it, it, it's like watching the rest of the world slowly get back i don't want to say normal because it's going to be a long time before we get back to normal um but it, it is nice to start to see i mean i live in vegas i i gotta tell you yesterday i bought my coffee at a coffee shop because it's the only place where i can get coffee from like uh, Jamaica, uh, um, the parts of the Caribbean, Costa Rica and places like that. So, but it's directly across the street from the airport. So we could sit in the window and watch all the planes take off and land. I don't know how many planes took off in that 35 minutes. I was sitting there. I lost count at about 45. That's what you call revenge travel. I mean, this place is humming with traffic. I mean, you know, we had, um, We had the Electric Daisy Carnival concert, which brings like 100,000 people to Vegas. The Raiders played Sunday on a football game. There was another 55,000 people sitting in the stadium. I believe the Mm -hmm. hockey team was here in town. They had another 35,000 sitting in the other stadium directly across the street, by the way. I mean, this place has got more traffic than even before the pandemic. Wow. I've, I've, you know, talk about a rebound. And you know the sad part is, is I think like less than just over half of Las Vegas's population has even gotten the vaccine. So, I man, it is a mess. But it, you know, at the flip side of that is, at least people got jobs again. I'm not coming there anytime soon. Yeah, well, I'm trying to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I told you we may be going to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I put a picture up of Dave at the border, and uh, they didn't—they're not letting him in. <laughs> oh, that's not right. That's not right. Come on now. <laughs> they, they, you, wait a minute. You can't come here with your cheap self and not gamble. If you don't gamble, they don't want you here.
0: <laughs> I thought we were brothers, man. Come
1: on. <laughs> it ain't me doing that now. That's the governor. He said you don't want to spend no money. Don't come.
0: <laughs> I'm going to Saint Justius. I'm not going to have any problems whatsoever. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, that's actually a good segue to get to our guest today. But before we do, for those of you unfamiliar with this crazy banter Dave and I have, we do this every show. A little laughter goes a long way. Um, But the TripCast 360 podcast is available on Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much any place you can get a, a podcast. But The best place to listen to it is on our website at TripCast360.com. Like, share, follow, subscribe, do whatever you got to do to get folks to listen. We are a different kind of podcast. We are not a boring travelogue, as you will hear today and throughout all the other episodes. We laugh, and we laugh a lot because travel is supposed to be fun. So if you ain't trying to have no fun, don't listen to us. Okay? Uh, Enough said. Dave, I know we got some social media stuff. Hit them up, man.
0: We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And, you know, as the mantra is every week, follow us, like us, messages, and tag us. We love it. You know what? Our audience love it as well.
1: All right. All right. All right. Well, as you heard uh, a few moments ago, there was a third voice hovering in the background who was laughing at <laughs> us or maybe laughing at me. I don't know. Uh, let's welcome to the show, Charles Lindo. He is the director of tourism at St. Eustatius Tourism Development Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We going back to the Caribbean this time. And yeah. Um, we want to talk a little bit about stasia, see where they are with their travel and tourism, how it's rebounding, what's going on there. They got a big ecotourism section. They got more things going on there than you would think for an island that's that small. So we got Charles on the show. Charles, welcome, man. How's it going? Thank you, man. Thank
2: you, Michael. Thank you, uh, David. And Michael, I'm impressed, man. You 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 pronounced it as if you were the station.
0: No, man.
2: You didn't even stammer, you didn't. Man,
0: good job. Listen, good
2: hey. job, man. Listen. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> listen, Charles. I've been talking about it all the time, so you know he okay. It okay, up so it.
1: you're trending, you're trending.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man, you, you
1: ever heard a Bayesian accent try to pronounce you, <laughs>
0: Well, Charles, what can we say about your beautiful country, saying Eustatius? Did I get it right?
2: Send the station, you got it right. You got it right. Wow, That's right. right. That's I'm, I'm, right. Imp- I'm actually
1: impressed with that. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: that actually, in the voice know. of uh, in the voice of the local population, we are called <laughs> Station. No, Station. So feel free to call us Station as well. And uh, but as you said, we are located in the Caribbean. We are a small island, eight point one square mile, right off, right about what twenty minutes off of uh, of St. Martin. Many That's St. Martin. Many persons, many of you know St. Martin because of the huge population and uh, uh, tourism that they do there. Also, we are about, what, 15, 10 minutes from Sinkets. So we are nestled right between the two makers of, of, of tourism and, uh, and the region. So yeah, yeah, and we are Dutch, we are a Dutch nationality. We carry the Dutch passport, Dutch nationality. Uh, out of 10, 10, 10, we became a, a special entity within the Dutch kingdom. So a municipality within the Dutch kingdom. Right. uh before for those who is of uh david's age
0: i mean that age that's code that's code for old. <laughs> <laughs> but chance i'll tell you it is one of the least tourist islands in the caribbean it's certainly gorgeous both above and below the sea um it has less... Mm. it it has lush scenery, friendly locals, dive sites that will take your breath away. Where do we start? And so, you know, let's, let's,
2: let's just start from the people, you know. I think that's the first stop. Without the people, you cannot have none of this wonderful stuff that you just mentioned there, David. We, 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 we pride ourselves on saying that we are very hospitable. I'll give you a little example. Uh, I have family members on the other islands. For example, some family of mine live on St. Martin. Etc. you know, we and, and one of my cousins came over uh, for some vacation time to spend some time with us. So I, I was asking him, do you want me to pick you up on the airport? He was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll get a car and I'll come. I know where you guys live, don't worry about it. Okay. So when he got to my mom's house, I'm sitting there and we like, hey, what's up, man? And he's looking at me with, this, with his big eyes and he's not answering. I'm like, oh, crap, what happened now?
3: So he said to me, uh, listen, what's wrong with you people? I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh, my goodness. Here's a director of tourism
2: with his cousin coming in from abroad, and he has a whole negative experience, and I'm scared. I said, what happened? He said, man, I'm driving, coming on the road, and all I like, can see people just lift up their handbook. Hi, 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 hi. hi. What's wrong
0: with you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're friendly. They're, they're very friendly.
2: I was like, yeah. dude, you almost stopped my hat, man. That's normal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, So, The people, the people is actually the first thing that we have here on the island that you would encounter. And, you know, once you meet the people, we make you one of us immediately. You, you become a, a station, a part of Station. And it's, 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 listen, it's a love. I don't know about love, hate. I just know about love, love.
4: <laughs> and
2: that's the kind of relationship we have. That's what we be on people. Uh, once you come to the island, it's all, you mentioned a few things also about the, 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 the beauty of, of water and above. We pride ourselves on our diving, which is the, the, the most uh, prominent dive product that we, I mean, tourism product we have. Uh, the diving is, 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 I mean, it has won, we have won so many awards about with the diving here. And the nature is also part. So we're talking about nature above, above and below water. We have over 32 different species of birds on the island, for example. You know, uh, you have islands that is in our region that does not have snakes. We have snakes, for example, on the island. Well, they don't worry. they don't snakes. bite. They don't bite, they snakes. don't bite,
1: David. They don't bite, they don't bite. <laughs> they don't bite, they play. <laughs> I was going to say, David and I don't do snakes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't.
3: They don't bite. But
2: just to show you how much nature we have on this little island, is 8.1 square mile. So, persons who are into adventure tourism, this is a good destination for you. But one of the most important things that you will encounter on the island is peace and tranquility. Yeah. Peace and tranquility. We have,
0: uh, our crime rate is zero to nothing. Um, I'm sort of curious. How many police officers do you have on the island? I I know that crime is extremely low, almost zero crime. Yes, that's you know,
2: I'm, I'm, David I, Johnson John Rose, and I'm going to put you on the spot right now.
4: He asks <laughs> this
2: question every single time, but Johnson is on station more than a station. He's off. He's <laughs> <on> the-
1: <laughs> now you, you can't let him on your island. <laughs>
2: so at each, at each day here, a chance to interview the police the chief. He asks, "How many police officers?" Yes and so we have about uh, um, the last time I was I was told we have we have about twelve police officers on the island, and there's a reason for that as well. Uh, most of the time, when there is um, functions and activities, we do get some uh, reinforcement from bonair from the sister island and um, lately as I, as I said, they have been you know we have had some changes, we have had some some events, some activities taking place, so they brought in a few of the officers but uh, it's anywhere between eight, or you can find anywhere between eight or twelve police officers that is here. And if the event is big enough, like carnival, then we might get some uh, some extra reinforcement. But it, it, it's it's all right. There are two types of of, of of officers that we have. We have the uh, what we call the local police, which you will find those from um, anywhere in the in the Antilles, which is police officers of of Stacia. Up from Bonaire or from Sabre for that matter. But we also have the Mauritius, which are the Dutch police officers. Oh,
3: yes, yes. And they usually handle mostly border control. Okay. So, but they are also um, operational, which means they also patrol. So they
2: reinforce, they are part of the force, but. they are mostly, they come out of the, the 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 federal wing, the federal section, because all of them now fall on the federal government. Yeah. Right. But that, those are the Mauritius says, A's, they would call it. I don't know what you call that in English.
4: <laughs> but, yeah.
2: But, but, but those are the ones that, are, they, they, they also give more force to the local police officers. Again, one of the things that we like to brag about is our safety and, and security on the island. And uh, we, we hope we, we would like it to stay that way. Uh, um, unfortunately for a lot of things, just like progress, there's always distress. And right. yeah, if we are looking at progress, we can expect some some level of distress there. But but the mere fact that we are aware of it, we should be able to handle it. And I want to give some kudos to the police officers. They have been doing a great job. All these years, we have been, uh, we grossed, you know, gingerly. Um, and as you can see, the police force is growing according to the growth of the population and of um, course, the population, of the, right, uh, 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 of the progress that is taking place on the island. So, you know, so we, and it's, we are a community, we call ourselves a community. So we are, if, if the island is safe, the destination, as I said, our hub is St. Martin, or you can come to St. Kitts as well. Yeah, we have just started a ferry. We just got a ferry service in place that's going to start running as of the 7th of November. It's going to connect between, again, the hubs St. Martin, St. Kitts uh, and our sister island, sabre So you will be able to do those little trips coming into the island via ferry if you are not interested or you do not want to use the Winair, which is a 19-seater aircraft that flies to and from the islands around here. So,
0: yeah, we we... And look, man, we are we are open for business. Would that be Dutch Dutch Saint Martin or French Saint Martin that the airlines are coming Dutch in? Dutch Saint Martin, or oh, they're coming into Dutch Saint Martin? Okay. Yes, Dutch. St.
2: Because Dutch Saint Martin is actually the main hub. Of course, French Saint Martin has an airport, but uh, the Dutch side has that huge international airport right. where you would get American Airlines, Delta, you know, Air Canada. All these mega mega aircraft comes into the Dutch side and then they push them out to the other smaller islands. Uh, around in the region
0: yeah talk to me about i'm curious about your your history and your transformation i read where station was once the world's busiest seaport transporting between <laughs> europe and the americas but that was way back when in the 18th century yes, then the yes. then the island became a tax free haven under the dutch now you are now you're being transported no we yeah, are just a haven being.
1: No, we yes. are. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say Dave knows both the 18th stuff and this stuff firsthand. So just ask him; he was around for all of it. <laughs> oh,
3: but you are correct. Um, we have changed. That's we we have.
2: Uh, 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 um, there are two things that we have here. One of the things that I wanted to mention earlier, when you mentioned about the the um, the different things that we have to offer. We are, we, one of the, the, the motto we go by is the historical gem of the Caribbean. Right. The historical gem of the Caribbean. And I'll, and I'll tell you why that, 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 that name stuck to us so 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 well. And then you also have the golden rock, the Caribbean's hidden treasure. Yeah? Yes. And I'll tell you why that stuck as well. And it, it goes back to what you just said there. The historical gem of the Caribbean is the mere fact that the island has changed hands uh, 22 times over the <laughs> decade between the French, the Dutch, and the, and the Spanish, you know. So th- these forces were in battle for this little piece of the rock. Why? Because of its location. It yeah. located directly between the transshipment of everything that goes in
3: and out. Uh, at one point in time, there was over 20,000 people living on this little island. 8.1 square mile. Now we have 3,400. We need even close. So
2: but 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 a lot of that, a lot of that had to do with the shipment, with the transshipment of slavery. Remember, you said that in the Tay Day? That yeah. this is one of the reasons why it's called a historical gem. There's so much history here. Um, when
3: you walk around anywhere on the island, you are bound, excuse me, to find any little piece of artifacts from the 16th, 17th century, go back. Now, yeah. that's why it's called an open-air museum. Matter of fact, about a month ago, there was an unearthing of uh, a grave site near the airport where
2: 22 graves were unearthing because of they were, they were about to do some, you know, they, we, just, we just have uh, built a new, a brand new airport building and tower and mm-hmm. they are, they, the infrastructure, the roads are being built as well. We, have, we just got a brand new roundabout, the first one ever on the island. So everybody was gung ho about it. I went, I went around about 50 times. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I see you had nothing to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but at the end of the day, they unearthed this, this website. And lo and behold, it's it, every single one of those, it's about 22 of them. Thus far, well, they have stopped now, but when they look when they went and they checked, it was from slavery. Yeah. So now they took those to go and do some studies to find out where, and this gives us now an an understanding of where our ancestors came from and who, which part of of, of Africa or that slave trade we would be able to, you know, connect to at that particular juncture. So it just goes to show that you Once you're digging on the island, you got to be careful because you never know when you're going to find a pot of gold. Well, I'm still digging.
1: digging. (laughs) (laughs) If you you find any, let your two friends know. You know, you you got two friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Yes, so, so, uh, um, and and then, as I said, now it's called the Golden Rock, and it goes back to those Golden Haven days that you mentioned there, David. We talk mm-hmm. about it being a tax haven and all these uh, different areas. But mm-hmm. remember the history part that you mentioned is we, 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 we pride ourselves on, on, on stating to everyone. And Michael, take this one, please. We were the first, first country to recognize the United States of America as a free yeah. nation.
3: Wow. This was
2: done in 1776. Okay, I know Morocco now, Has 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 taken that envelope, but Morocco did it in 1778. The reason why you would not see ours in the history books as common as you would see the ones from uh, uh, Morocco is because it was not done officially. Which means the the governor at the time, the governor at the time when the ship came in, remember remember they were fighting this whole battle with 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 England, with Britain. The ship came in and it fired the 13-gun the, 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 the the, the salute. Bam, 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 bam.
3: In reality, the, the governor was not supposed to respond. Now, he responded and fell shot by 11, but he responded
2: anyway.
1: Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll forgive him because he can't count. That's okay. <laughs> well, we only had
2: 11 at the time. so <laughs> But at the end of the day, um,
3: and that's where things started going back, going down for the island, uh, was when the British got a hold of that.
2: Remember, the British and the, and, and, and the Dutch was in cahoots. They, right. they were all working together at that time. There was, and when they got a hold of that, they called the, uh, uh, Holland. And I'm giving you this in layman's term, right? Eh? All right. Yeah. They call on to say, What's going on? How are you, you guys? Hello, what, what is going on? You guys just saluted these people as a free nation. They are not. And
3: Holland then say, Who, where, when? We didn't do it. Yeah. Now, at the end of the day, now, the British sent in an
2: admiral who was stationed in St. Kitts at that time named Admiral
3: Rodney. And when Admiral Rodney came to the island, he said, quote unquote, I will make this rock a barren that no one is going to ever be willing to basically inhabit it or live on it anymore. Okay. Now, what one of the key players, one of one of the key, one of the key players that lived on the island at the time were the Jews. Now you remember we talked about the trade? Yeah. Come on now. Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: These guys are born tradesmen,
2: right? Oh, yeah. So the uh. Jews, we had a huge population of Jews on the island at the time. Till we have the second oldest synagogue in the Western Hemisphere on the island right now. Still standing. Okay. The second oldest uh, 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 synagogue is on station in, well, in the entire Western Hemisphere. We have, we have it right here. We have a Jewish cemetery that's dedicated to Jews only. Yeah?
3: Now, what happened is, when Rodney got in, he targeted the Jews. Okay. He took the mail out, sent them
2: to St. Kitts, sent them to St. Thomas, and etc. etc. I mean, it's a long story. I don't have time for, to give it a run and I'm not a historian, so, but I, I, I love my, my island, so I, I tend to listen to, to, the, to the little yeah. stories that exist. But at the end of the day,
3: this is this is this 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 was a fun one because he saw a lot of uh, burial taking place, a lot of uh, oh yes, funerals taking place. It's like every week someone was dying. Now these men are walking with their coffins and they're going to bury their coffins. So
2: Rodney said, "Wait, I'm not hearing anyone getting sick. How come every week there's a, a, a funeral?" So he grabbed one of these guys, burp, opened, the, opened the crate, opened the, the, the coffin. And lo and behold, it was full of gold and diamonds. And
1: all oh, these uh, other. That's uh, interesting. That
0: is interesting.
1: <laughs> that, 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 so now we know why you keep digging.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but in I, a nutshell, that's, that's,
2: that, was, uh, that was the glory days of, of, of Station, as I said. In those days, you had over 20,000 people living on the island, whereby the lower end, which are in the Bay Area, you had at least 15. And on the upper end, you had at least 5,000 uh, or so that were living on this side of the island. And of course, down there was, you have all the ruins that exist right now, which are warehouses, um, discotheques, nightclubs was down there. You had uh, 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 um, um, areas that the ship would come into. To, to, to get whatever you know stuff they needed. I mean, there was so much activities on the harbor at the time that people just started housing there. But at the same token, a lot of it, a lot of the inhabitants that were down there were also slave because the, mer- the, the merchandise was
3: close to the shipping area. So a lot of it was down there as well
1: on the harbor. Wow, that, 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 that is an awesome uh, background. In terms of the people of Stacia today, what would you say their cultural origin is? Is it a blend of different cultures across the Caribbean? Is it part Africa? Uh, what would be the, pretty, the, yes. the cultural blend over, today?
3: Over the years, we have um, definitely, well, we have over, I want to say, 36 different nations living on the island, if not more. What we have done, since we have recognized
2: that many people living on this little 8.1 square mile island, we decided to create an event every last uh, Thursday of the month called Taste of the Culture. Now, Taste of the Culture is similar to what we are familiar with in the Caribbean region that you call uh, fish fry, uh, you know, those kind of events that you go to, the fish fry event. Barbados have it, actually, the fish fry event. Well, we have a taste of the culture. Now, what that is, uh, persons come together in a, in, in, in a, a single occasion and the, the, the key to that taste of the culture is people are allowed to taste. Well, they get, you know, we said taste, but usually you get a bowl about this big.
4: <laughs>
2: and people, but
3: no dish, no dish is about $5. No dish. So a person comes in with a $20 in his pocket and is him and his, his female or, uh, you know, the, the children
2: or whatever the case may be, and everybody can eat for that particular evening. And you have cultures such as, and I'm going to call off a few, hopefully they don't get angry with me if I miss any. But in my fact, it's pretty much everywhere in the Caribbean is here.
3: And to answer that question, yes, we have become a melting pot of Caribbean uh family right now we we
2: in in my in my days of growing up we had a lot of uh, occupation and division on the island at the, at the at those times now we have pretty much everybody that lives here um you know and we all form one right now
1: that's nice that's nice you should export that out to the rest of the world um <laughs> and and keep that going. i want to uh, take a a pivot to One of your top attractions there and that's your diving product. Um, Tell us a little bit about your diving product. From what I understand, the sea life around Stacia is is some of the best in the world. You've got a lot of shipwrecks uh, and and you actually charge the divers to dive and you reinvest that money in maintaining the diving. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Um, Actually, the the Marine Park, as it's
2: called, the Marine Park is managed by an organization called And Stenapa is on, they protect the, 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 well, as I said, the parks, which is underwater and above water. and Both, both of them are protected. So anyone want to dive, uh, any, let's just take a, a, a ship coming into the harbor. You have to, you have to notify Stenapa of, that you are coming in, first of all. And that's besides, of course, notifying
3: the harbor. But you also have to notify um, Stenapa. You also have to let them know what is your purpose. So you do not just drop anchor
2: and jump on a dinghy and and, and come off. No. What is the purpose that you are in the harbor? Now, at the same token, once you come off and you you, you come to shore, you have to go to Stenapa to pay a docking fee or a harbor fee, as they would call it. Yeah? Now, you go there, you pay your fee, and... They give you whatever information you need, and of course you can you will go back and forth for the time being that you are anchored
3: in in in, in the harbor in port okay
2: for the dive in, we have two dive centers on the island, two dive centers now the dive
3: centers also pay their dues
2: to the organizations in Napa as well
3: yes um now. So, They are the one who
2: handles the diving on the island. So, Stenapa does not really do that. They maintain the the, the park, the marine park, which means they ensure that the reefs are healthy. They ensure that, you know, that that, 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 the wrecks are still in place. They they ensure that nothing is removed from the waters, et cetera, et cetera. But I think the, the, the dive centers plays a very pivotal role in that as well and i believe that does that because of course that's that's their that's their bread and butter you know right, so right. if anything goes wrong with those reefs uh, or the environment right. there goes their their, their investment so right. it's a twofold protection area that takes place there and we we don't have cattle dyes at all there's no cattle dyes meaning uh, i'm not sure if you if you are with there but for those who understand cattle, the cattle dye basically in the term it means that you go to a dive site and there's over 50, 100 people diving at one site. Don't be surprised. We have over 32, 32 different dive sites on the island. Uh, so don't be surprised if you get to a dive site and it's only you and your dive master that's there. Yeah, that's nice.
3: So, and, I mean, they do come in groups, but then you have the group that dives together. So if you have a group of about, as I
2: said, we have small planes, so do not expect to get a group of 50 people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You you probably can get a group of 19, maybe. We will push a little 20, 22 if that's the case. But that's about where we are. Now, in, in, in telling you that we have 32 dive sites, what the dive centers does, they do not carry all the divers at the same site at the same time. They split them. So by splitting them, what you're doing You're creating that that, that vacuum where the site is not overpopulated, one, and it's not oversaturated. So you still have that control, basically, that keeps the site immaculate as it is, and the diving, you know, as I said, top-notch. One of the differences that we have between the diving in in a lot of the other regions, we have uh, a lot, many times you see shallow dives. We don't, we have boat dives. All of our dives are boat dives. So you goes out to the to the dive sites, and we have two types of uh, of, 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 of wrecks of, of dive uh, um um reef. We have the the uh, original reefs, which is you know the reef that was created by mother nature, mm-hmm. and we also have the artificial reefs, which is as you said the wrecks, the
3: boats, um you know old trucks, for example, you know those kind of things. But a lot of it. Also comes from history. So you
2: would go on a dive site. There are dive sites where you will go and you'll find an anchor that is from the 17th century, for example. Or you'll find a old, you'll find pieces of an old ship, a old, uh, 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 you know, cargo ship from from back though, back in those days. You'll find bricks. You remember, I'm not sure if you, have, but in those
3: days, the ship would come down empty, but they would have all these bricks in them yeah. to keep them. Level. And once they get here, they'll take these bricks
2: out so that they can put the cargo on to travel. Well, a lot of those bricks end up in the water as well. So you'll find a lot of these old, old, old bricks that are sitting on the
3: bottom of the water. But one of the key things that I didn't mention is we have uh, something you call the blue bead, which is a,
2: it's, it's also called a slave bead. The saying goes that Manhattan was bought as well. With I think it's about what thirty of these these slave beads these blue beads. Mm-hmm. Many of these uh, uh, um, slave persons, these these uh, enslaved gentlemen, would use these beads to purchase their wives. So they would wrap <laughs> a string around the wife's waist with these beads, <laughs> and the more the, the more beads you have, the more, the better you.
1: So, Boy, uh, if I if, days, I if I tried that today, whoo!
2: <laughs> well you never know because one of these beads remember i said they're slave beads they're from back in the day one of these beads could easily easily go for at least 100 200 dollars so imagine you have a whole string
3: of them yeah yeah well you might you might you might find a you might get some good responses there michael
1: mm, well okay yeah okay <laughs> i'll try that wink wink <laughs>
0: Charles, uh, do you have any beads that you want to gift to me? No. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs>
1: that was quick. <laughs> no. Damn, Charles. You couldn't have said that any faster. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't rapping nothing around your ways, David. <laughs> that answer was
0: really fast. It's almost like you
1: See, Dave wasn't trying to buy women. He was trying to figure out if he could still buy parts of Manhattan. <laughs> For those of you who don't know the history of America, Manhattan was actually bought by the Dutch, okay? That's what we're referring to.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Charles, talk talk about the quill. Um, it's a it's a dormant volcano, but then I read it's also luscious like a tropical rainforest. And I also read where people li- people literally go down in the crater. That's that that exactly um the the
2: like you said it's 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 dormant but after hearing all these different things around we we buying it i'm yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah.
0: Open. <laughs> we keep we keep a keen eye on it but
2: um
0: yes it's okay. talk about that not only as a historical fact but talk about it in terms of what it means as a tourism product for for station definitely
2: um well, as I said, one of our main attractions is the nature. And um, the quill is actually on the forefront of that promotional uh, package. Again, hiking, and I'm going to show you how important hiking is to us. One of our local um, writers, Marion Swoon, she has just written a book. I mean, you see the size of the book?
3: Oh, and yeah. It's and about, it's about hiking on station. It's written in Dutch and in English. Wow. And it, I mean, this book talks about hiking on this little island.
2: Now, look at the size of the book. And there's pictures pretty much on every page of this book. That goes to show how important hiking and the nature is to us. As I said, the quill is on the forefront of that those hikes. So the trails are properly mapped out so that anyone...
3: Any, any avid hiker can always go on the trail and, you know, explore according to their liking.
2: There's also possibility of acquiring a guide. We do have guides that will walk with you. And some people like that. We have two types of guides. We have the guide that will give you the actual name of a tree that is, you know, that philosophical name or uh, not even sure how you would call it. But you also have the local guide, the guy that will give you the name of the tree that is in our terms. For example, he would call it a gum tree. For example, now anybody, everybody that lives in, in, in the Caribbean would know what a gum tree is. Um, you'll hear about you know a sour tree or those kind of things, and these these are the local guides. Now a lot of people, especially local, especially tourists who are into hiking, they love going with the local guide because you also get local stories. You hear about who build, who who plant these trees or who build this trail,
3: et cetera, et cetera.
2: Um, And you can climb around the quill, around the mountain, but you can also climb into the crater. Now, once you get into the crater, it's like a rainforest. Uh, Matter of fact, we have a plan to go to the the quill as of, because on on the 7th, we have the ferry that's coming in and we are planning on, on taking a hike to the quill and we definitely want to go down into the crater on that same day on the 7th to you know to do that exploration thing so yes we can go down in there and it's down in there it's like a rainforest but it also have a lot of vegetation it also has for example you'll find soldier crab you know what a soldier crab is
4: yeah yeah
2: okay you'll find your soldier crab you'll find your land crab remember i talk about the 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 the, the snakes that run around you'll find those You'll find goats in the in the quill. So yes, yes, yes. You'll, and there is a tremendous, tremendous amount of fruits in the quill. You'll find your mansi port um, is there, mango, um, sugar apple, bananas. So it's 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 it is a rainforest. And um people just, you know, once you go and don't forget there's also specific birds that lives in the quill only. For example, there's one that's called, we call it a quill bird, it's, but it's, it's, it's huge. It's like a pigeon, but big, bigger. Little. And it has it's purple in color with a little um, bluish, grayish color around the neck. One of those, I mean, it's one of those things that bird lovers, you know, as I said, we have about 32 different species of bird on the island. And bird lovers love Love taking pictures of this particular um, dove. So, yeah, the quill is definitely one of those um, must-see.
0: Must-see, yes.
2: Must-see. You know, when you go to New York, you talk about your must-see the Statue of Liberty.
0: When you can't go to the station,
3: don't see the quill.
0: Wow. How wide is the equator?
3: Um, at the height, I know, is 600 meters. The width, I, I, we have, I have to get back to you on that one.
1: Wow, it sounds like it has its own ecosystem within. Yeah, sure it does. Definitely, yeah. definitely.
2: Well, I mean, you you spoke about two individuals that was here in uh, a couple of months ago. Um,
0: yeah.
3: Bo and Brandy.
0: Bo and Brandy got stuck on station, and they loved it.
2: They said Bo and Brandy.
0: They took some great.
2: They took some video and posted it about the quill. I, I'm telling you, man, we copied those videos, and we was able to share them lovely 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 footage and lovely videos and the good thing about it is it was narrated by these two individuals themselves and yeah. it, during the process they encountered two other couple and they became friends actually doing this doing this <laughs> particular uh, hike so just to show that as i said people when they come to the island they get involved with these things it, it, it's a love love situation there's no such
1: thing as a love hate situation when you get to station wow and, b- and by the way for those of you who don't know what we're referencing there was a couple named Bowen and brandy who appeared on our podcast was that, i believe earlier this year dave or late last yeah. year uh, earlier their this po- year. their mm-hmm. podcast is called sailing uh, through life and they spent quite a bit of time talking about station in that podcast so we're going to link it to this uh, at the end of this podcast as well so people can see both because you actually see station in the video that they shot This episode of TripCast360 is sponsored by David's Cruise Vacations, a travel agency that specializes in both land and sea adventures for the intrepid traveler. Book now at davidscruisevacations.com and experience that hands-on personal service.
0: Chelsea, I'm looking. Uh, Somewhere I read someone wrote a story. I'm not sure if it was the title of the story, but it says, Keeping Busy Under the Sea. And the number of things they mentioned, sea turtles, dive sites you have wrecks, Lost Anchor, Gibraltar, I mean, and it goes on forever. Shark Reef, the aquarium. Humps. I'm like, for such a small island, your dive products seem to be extremely diverse.
3: And that is, that is correct. As I said, the,
2: the, and I said, I think the, the main purpose of that is, as I mentioned earlier, is the twofold protection that we have uh, within that, 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 that sector. The, the, the two dice centers, they don't, I, don't, I don't see them as competition of each other. In my opinion, they don't compete with each other. They mm-hmm. cooperate
3: with each other. And even though they have similar markets, they do not have the same market. One of them is European-based. Of course, business is business. And the other one is not American-based.
4: -hmm.
2: Yeah. So, and I'm referring to the owners. Yeah, I'm referring to owner ownership. So when when we see how these folks intertwine with each other, and not just that alone with the with the marine park with Stinapa, in the area of protection and protecting, I sometimes I even think that they're overprotected when it comes to to the marine park because they know what it means to have the product, at such a high level, such a high standard. Look, I, I, I go down to the, to the waters, um, you know, often, and you go to snorkel, and don't be surprised if while you're snorkeling you get a turtle next to you. Ooh,
4: yeah? Nice, that, that, that's nice. easy
2: to see. Right. Don't be surprised if when you're snorkeling you see a little puppy shark come up somewhere, on, on, uh, you know, around on the seashore, mm-hmm. on the sand. So these are things that are common around here. You know, the 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 stingrays, the little stingrays, you know, you have those that are huge, which are pretty much out there, but you also have the small ones that are pretty much around the harbor area. So these are things that it's they are there, they are rich in presentation. One of the things that I failed to mention is um remember I talk about how historically blessed we are with the art with the different
3: artifacts and the ruins and things like that. Well. There is it's not an imaginary line, it's a line that's there, but that goes to show how far back the water line was. Because there is a line of um old, old, old stone. It's a stone wall that runs from one point to the next in the water,
2: but the water has covered it, and now it is part of the vegetation of fishes in the water. So, If you just want to snorkel,
3: you can snorkel right around there and you will see. There's, I mean, you stand on shore and you see the doctor fish that comes up in
2: schools. (laughs) And you, I mean, so you, 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 it's one of those things that our conch population is one of the richest in the region. The lobster population is one of the richest in the region. And I just spoke about sharks. It's easy to see a shark anywhere around here. Um, so. These are things that is common common within the waters of, 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 of Station. And this is where I said, I think it's because of the protection from both sides. It's not just the Marine Park, Tenapa, that does um, this protection, but you also get it done from the, the two dive centers, which is Kubakwa and, and, and Gola Rock Dive Center. Those two guys, you know, they, they do a good job at making sure that the product stays intact.
0: Okay. Hey, Michael, I'll tell you something. I was, I was reading on, on um, what's below the, the ocean. And I'm, seeing, I'm seeing names like Barracuda, Grand Canyon, Hangover. So I saw Hangover. Obviously, I'm thinking about adult beverages, but I'm reading it. And it says it's the perfect mix of coral gardens, sandy areas, and fascinating overhangs, which will give you so much to look at, you might get a Hangover. Now, I'm thinking about a bar. I'm thinking about some rum. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, you know, so Chas can answer that question for me.
2: Well, it, it, it's, it's diver's terms. Diver's terms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got
1: to be a diver to, to get that type of hangover. <laughs> I, I, I think now, Dave I, adopted it. <laughs> yeah, the, the other hangover
3: is, is 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 for us. That's the other one. For
1: <laughs> me and <or> you. <laughs> We'll, we'll say that we'll say that other one for carnival. Yes, there you go. There you go. exactly. <laughs> so speaking of carnival, uh, did I, Are you guys planning carnival next year? Sure I know with the pandemic, you know, a couple of years past, it was cancelled. Is carnival planned underway for next year?
2: Michael, you would be you would be amazed to know that within all this cancellation of carnivals around the region, July is our carnival, right. and July gone, we did have a carnival. Nice.
3: We celebrated Carnival. July, just passed there. For two weeks long, we had Carnival. Hence the name
2: Hangover. Troops and everything. And there was a few Hangovers. uh, David, you missed it,
1: man. Well, now now we got something to look forward to next year because we know you had had it this year. There you go. There you go. But another
2: thing I, I wanted to mention, I know you're talking about Carnival and events. One of the events that we we, we we look forward to is what we call Station Day. Remember, I mentioned about the, 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 the 13 Gun Salutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. On November 16th is when this actually took place in 1776. So what we have done, we have adopted November 16th to be Station Day. On uh, um, during the month of November, from the 12th to the 16th, there is activities planned in, during the evening hours in the streets of, the, of downtown start, right here uh, well, behind me, every night there's an event. The first night you have gospel night, the second night is youth night, the third night you have um, a panorama you'll have, you'll have culture night, and then on the, the last night, which is the night of the 16th, you have fireworks and then you have these, it, it could be that I mean, I've, I've, I've experienced tests on the island. I've experienced, uh, uh, um, you know, all these big artists that you would see and you will pay a million dollars to see. We had these guys sitting right there in the front of you where you actually, the only thing you paid was your time to come. And this is what we, we do for, um, for Station Day. So this Station Day, again, the event is going to take place starting on the 12th to the 16th of November, uh, right here in, 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 in the heart of town, where, again, all this, these celebrations are going to take place, all these people are going to come together. Of course, we have the measures from COVID in place, where right. we are talking about um, vaccinated persons, um, you know, is, 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 of course, allowed to visit without, you go through a few tests, the regular test period, Um, Non-vaccinated person, you have to go through uh, the the 10-day quarantine mandatory.
3: Uh, Those who are vaccinated will get five-day monitored quarantine. Now, what does that mean? You are allowed to come out. You are allowed to to go around, go walk the street, explore. You wear your mask,
2: but you are not allowed to go into enclosed places. For example, you can go to a restaurant, but you sit in an open-air restaurant, for example. Um, if there's an event taking place, you're, allowed, you're not allowed to go to events in that sense where people are on top of each other like this. But you're allowed to come out and explore for the five days where you'll get tested. On your first day of arrival, you'll get tested on your fifth day to decide, okay, you can roam the place freely and do whatever is necessary or you want to do. So there are measures in place for the, for the, for the, you know, the coronavirus pandemic, the COVID-19 situation. Um, that govern, of course, these different activities and things that we have
1: on the island. Right. That's just good common sense practice. That, that, that's fine. And, and no traveler should uh, not go there based on that. That's just normal good stuff to be doing to make everybody comfortable. So, yeah. Uh, to talk to me. We, we, we've spent a lot of time talking about the, the underwater uh, adventures and, and some hiking and stuff. Talk to us about the accommodations uh, for the quote unquote average tourist," it's, you know, who just likes hanging out at resorts or likes to go rent a house out in the middle of nowhere. Tell us about the accommodations on, on Station.
0: That yeah, does. your room stock, you know, your room stock. And while you're at it, fantastic question, Michael. You took that from me. But but <laughs> <laughs> but 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 while you're at it, Charles, also talk about, you know, you talk about room stock, which is the basis of Michael's question. But talk about earlift. You 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 touched on some uh, ferries that go to Dutch St. Martin. But, but can you combine that all together for us? OK. Um, airlift airlift is,
2: uh, is, is definitely one of the things that we have been trying we've been working on to improve over the past few years. As you know, without airlift, tourism is, is, is at, it's at a level or it's at a standstill. So we definitely need the airlift. What we have, as I mentioned, um, Winair is our main connection. That's, that's, that's the, the main aircraft that travels between the islands. And it's a Twin Otter, Twin Otter aircraft that is a 19 seater. And the good thing about it, 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 it it's, it's house host in uh, St. Martin. But when Winair started, it started for these three islands actually to cater to the traffic between the islands, and which was uh, St. Martin, Sabre, and Station. Of course, St. Bart's with its popularity in, 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 as it is, it, it also grew among the crowd and then they branched off to the other islands in the region. But because of, 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 of the fact that St. Martin is the hub and everyone comes into St. Martin, we were able to use when they are more
3: frequently, they are more uh, uh, um, optimally to get people to, to us, to the island, okay. As I said, it has
2: always been a challenge with airlift because you want to do more, you want to bring more, you want to get more people in. But at the end of the day, remember I said it's a small aircraft. It has all these different stops that it have to make, which are all the other islands. So, of course, at the end of the day, you would get, what, five flights a day, six flights a day, you know, maybe a maximum of seven because, remember, these, the,
3: the company services all the other islands as well, right? The ferry service was something that we have always looked forward to because a lot of tourists asked for it, and especially
2: day trippers, persons who are on the neighboring islands and want to just come over for a quick moment, you know, spend a day, uh, spend a few hours and go back, they were actually looking at the ferry service. So with the new development of the ferry service, I believe it would help the traffic into the island to a tremendous fold, which means um, not that winner is going to lose people because there's there'll always gonna be persons who do not want to um, go on, on a boat, but it all it's also gonna bring more people to us, I believe, because there are
3: also those who are not keen on going on a small aircraft. You see how that works? Mm-hmm. So there you go again, that twofold, like is mentioned,
2: that twofold um type of tying where both parties is going to be basically complementing each other or or making sure of getting the business to the islands a little faster. And the fact that we have um, the communication with St. Kitts as well, from that angle with with the ferry service, which, as you know, St. Kitts is now growing
3: as one of the mecca for the cruise industry. We cannot entertain those mega large cruise ships
2: on the island. Right. Uh, again, so many, some of them have more people on them than we have on the
3: island, okay? So we definitely won't be able to cater to that, but we can cater to some of those people who are interested in exploring
2: or experiencing something different while on the, the sister or the neighboring island. So I believe this is where this connectivity is going to help us, Via the ferry service, but with the development of the new resort, and I'm going into the, I'm moving from one to the next. With the new resort, we just have a five star property, the Golden Rock Resort, that has been um, is and is still in its development uh, phase. But they have opened 32 rooms right now, and they're they're planning on going for more. Uh, But
3: these guys have it's a five star property that they have brought to the island. And they are also pushing for, of course, their people, their tourists to come um, to the island,
2: which is going to give that boost, again, for air traffic, uh, for for improved air traffic to come. And I have actually received information from, well, contacts, I must say, from persons who have shown
3: interest in establishing, um, you know, Airlines and air, airline companies, whether
2: on station or in the region, and this is just based on the number of how things are growing uh, on the island. Now, in total, we have a plus minus a um, hundred and twenty, hundred twenty-five rooms. Seventy-seven of those rooms is 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 actually towards the hotel sector, and the rest is pretty much um, inns and 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 we do have something you call the homestay program as well. Um, which is similar to you know I would put it to the the Airbnb situation, mm-hmm. but this is locally uh, made, uh, which is a homestay situation where we um, started off with a country style community based tourism, uh, understanding. Yeah, and we can go more into that in a few minutes if you wish. But yeah, we have that. That's that's the, most, the total amount of room we have in the island, and um, actually we are expecting that within the as I said within the next. Within a year or so, we should, once this new property is finished with their project, and there is another project that is pending, we should have anywhere between, yeah, I would say, uh, 175 rooms plus minus between now and the end
1: of 2022. Okay. Yeah, I was curious. I was just getting ready to ask you about the uh, intersection of like an Airbnb or a uh, Verbro-style arrangement for accommodations as opposed to the hotels
3: yeah well as i said it is it, it, there and um, no one is
2: uh they're not um, i haven't heard anything about anyone saying that the hotel is taking business or uh, or or the the the, the homestay program is taking business from the hotel no i've heard, we haven't received any complaints like that and that's a good thing because then it goes to show that persons that the pie is being shared uh, properly not everyone wants to stay in 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 a five-star property or can stay in a five-star property, but not everyone wants to stay in a home state either or can stay in a home state. Right. So because this is in your you're 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 actually living in the in the home of the individual who is actually your host.
4: Right. Yes. Yeah?
2: So again, everyone I think the, the, the pie is, is being shared properly, and people are actually there there is a market for all this. There is a market for the guy who wants to stay in the home and 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 and, and be familiarized
3: right? with the customs right. of the locals. You know, the, one, of the, one of the key things, one of the key facts of the Homestead program is the host, at, upon any single moment, any single day, would have to take you as, the, as the, 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 the client
2: to one of his customary deeds. which It could be going to the supermarket. It could be going to church. It could be going on a run. It could be going on a hike. Anything that that person does regularly, you now is invited to go and do that particular, you know, endeavor with that particular, with that person. I think think that's cool. I like that. (laughs) You get that personal home touch fee. And also you are, well, if you decide you want to purchase the regular lunch and the breakfast and things that is offered from these folks, that's okay. But it's also one of the, 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 the conditions is that the hosts have to invite you to sit with them to have a breakfast, a lunch, or a dinner. Doesn't matter what it is. It's your choice. You choose. Or you can say, no, I'm not interested. But they have to invite you to sit. And what that does is it creates conversation. It allows you to ask questions that you would like to know about basically the country. Basically, the family. Basically, that particular person, and that person can ask question of you in the in return. So you learn it from each other. What we have experienced from that is, um, person have stayed in contact with each other, and we don't even know when they
3: return to the island. So they return to the island. And they go to stay by a friend. So now they became friends. First, they were they were, they were business. <laughs> That was taking place. Right. Now all of a sudden
2: that person returned to the island and they go and stay by that same homestay individual and they became uh friends with that person. So they had that inter interaction after after the the, the state terminated. So that's one of the good things about the homestay program that we have um,
1: we have experienced. I like that. I mean you now I gotta warn the people when Dave shows up. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, there's only so much warning I could do, man. Come on, now I'm gonna have to make him stay at the resort. Um, it, 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 keep in keeping with the theme of the culture. If I were a visitor there for the first time, where would I take Cumberbatch to eat?
0: Thursday nights, third the last Thursday night of the Yeah, the <laughs> last Thursday.
3: Man. Okay, Amen. <laughs> <I'm
4: just> <laughs> <My man. laughs> Okay. So we, have a, we, have
2: a, we have a great variety of restaurants on the island as well. And uh I I I me personally, if I was to tell you to go to this one and that one, I would not be doing you any justice. I will tell you try them all because yeah. we have such a remember I said we have such a huge variety of cultures on the island. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why we have the taste of the culture, as David pointed out. That's because the restaurants also cater to those particular cultures. Right. So if you feel like eating you know, you name the food, man. Where you I'm gonna go by David Barbados, Bajan food. You can get that
1: too, man. Really? All That's, right. Yeah, I'm so, on my way. Actually, Dave wanted to set up a restaurant there because between the two of us, he does the cooking. I just eat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I cook and I drink. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, by,
1: and by the way, not in that order. No, 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 that is true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It, it's usually the drink. Because I called him yesterday on the phone, and he he said, "Can I call you back?" I'm in the kitchen right now, and I knew right <laughs> away he had a drink in his hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey Charles, I got a more comprehensive question for you. Um, what makes Stacia different from some of the other or neighboring uh, destinations? Um, what is your where is your target market and do you cater to the diaspora and, and where will that diaspora be? Will it be in Holland or would it be the North American market?
3: Um, in the beginning of the conversation, we talk about, I think we mentioned what makes us different. And I said the people, yeah, we are very hospitable people and as I said,
2: don't be surprised you walk on the street and somebody just say hi to you. Don't know you from A to Adam, but they're saying hi, good Hey, how are you, morning, yeah, yeah, morning. And you, that's, a, I think that is the, 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 the specialty that we still have
3: with us. And one, mind you, the high and the hospitality that we give you is genuine. It's not makeup
2: because Remember, one of the things, tourism is very new to us. We are the new kids on the block. So we are not doing it from a tourism perspective. We are doing it from the heart. Okay? It's honest. It's genuine. It's pure. And that's what makes us so different from the rest of the Caribbean community. We are Caribbean. We are still Caribbean. We have family. I have lots. I have family in many of the Caribbean islands. Yeah? But Stacia makeup is Again, remember I said we are a small community. We grew up knowing to say, hi, good morning, good afternoon, how are you? I still call some of my folks that I grew up with Mr. This and Mr. That and all these different things because that's what I knew. Okay?
3: So that politeness is not makeup. We, doesn't, we It's not sugar-coated. It's genuine. Right? Now, our market that we catered to, before the COVID situation,
2: it was the North American market that we actually targeted you know, wholeheartedly. And it wasn't because of um, the fact that we didn't have proper ties with the European market, but because of the distance, yeah? Distance was, uh, remember I said, St. is the hub? Uh-huh. We got more uh, American aircraft or Amer- American US-based Aircraft coming into Canadian-based aircraft coming into the hub than we got coming in from Europe. So which one would you
3: tend to target most? The one that's nearest to you, right? Yep. Okay. Since COVID, things have changed a bit. Yeah. Things have really shifted a bit. Um, The North American market is
2: is still there, still existing, uh, but it's not as lucrative. Um, because of the situations of the up and down um, right now. So we had to find a new area and the new area wasn't just because now of uh, that distance got shorter. No. It because more um, uh, 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 of our European counterparts, our European uh, fellow men were coming to the islands, one, either on business, they were doing more business in the island, or they now are looking for destinations outside of Europe that they can come to. Now, what better way to go than to go to a destination that understands your language, first of all, (laughs) that has the same way you can go and spend, you know, three, four, five, six weeks without having to wonder, do I need to leave now? Do I need to leave now? Do I need to leave now? So all these things played a role in the shift in the concentration of the markets right now. So which, which, which market are we targeting? Well, we're still looking at all markets.
3: But now we are at a level where we are saying, okay, who's going to open first wholeheartedly that we
2: can really cater to? So right now we are working with our PR agencies and our marketing agencies, and they have an eye on the ball for us because, of course, we are not out there looking at this. So we are working with the experts in the field to tell us, look, Start looking at this area right now, one of the most important areas that is being targeted by
3: a lot of the Caribbean region, a lot of Caribbean islands is Canada. Canada and not just Canada, but I'm hearing a lot about Dubai, and I'm hearing a lot about Egypt.
1: Oh, that's interesting. that is
3: being
2: targeted by a lot of these Caribbean islands. So here we are. things are shifting, and it could be it could be because of. The uh, vaccine that was being talked about earlier, where these different nations that I'm mentioning are not just um, vaccinated, but 90 and 95 percent, et cetera, et cetera, are fully vaccinated. So this could be the purpose or the reason why these shifts are happening. I don't know. I'm not sure. But these are the things that we look forward to for the experts to tell us. And that's what we are seeing right now coming back to us. When we talk about diaspora, our our diasporas are mostly um, in our neck of the woods. Um, Curacao, Aruba, Bonaire, St. Martin, you know, um, the Netherlands. We have one or two that is in the U.S., of course, but that's mostly where our diasporas are. We definitely cater to them. We definitely look for them. During Carnival period is when we get a lot of influx of the diasporas um, coming back. And Carnival and, 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 and Stacia Day or oh, that we get a huge, huge influx of our diasporas, um, uh, but those, that's where, those are the areas where our diasporas are
1: concentrated. Okay. Uh, a question that just occurred to me, and this was um, something because of Bowen Brandy. Is boating uh, 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 an evolving industry? In other words, you know, like Bowen Brandy, they like to travel around the world. They just live on their boat. Is boating becoming a, a thing in Stacia?
2: Um, one of the things we have realized, uh, Michael, is that in the, in the in the in the Caribbean region, there's a few niches that um, all islands could tap into without taking anything from any island. And the yachting industry is one of them. So we have been really, really considering how to tap into this sector, especially since since again since the COVID, there were so much boats. There's so many boats out there that was looking for an area to go to that they can, because they're still out there, they're there, they, and they want to go into a, a harbor, they want to relax. And I'm telling you, we were amazed to see the amount of uh, responses we got based on the videos and the information that Bo and Brandy put out there. It was like every week we were getting a request. Two, three yachts wanted to come in, we were like, what, what's going on? You know, Some of them were coming from a, a destination, that were high risk. Some of them were coming from destination that were medium risk. But as soon as you were coming from a, 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 a destination that was low to very low risk, you was accepted immediately. You know, So a lot of that got us to, 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 to see that, hey, this is a niche that we can tap into. Now, we just need to find ways to fill that niche.
1: Right. Oh, I, I just thought it was amazing because I remember seeing the pictures of the uh, where Bo and Brandy were uh, moored in your harbor, then I'm like, this is a beautiful place to be moored. I don't care what time of year it is. And I'm like, man, this is the business that needs to be exploited. So that's why I asked the question. And I, uh, I, I'm glad David arranged for you to be on our show because I had been thinking about that for almost a year.
2: Well, the government the government is actually looking in, into developing the harbor right now. And as I said, with the bringing in, with the coming in of the ferry service, and I, I'm, I'm sure they're already talking about shifting the the, the the one section to the other because just to make sure that it doesn't have the container as they call it the container harbor to shift it to another area where the existing area now will become more of a touristical uh, uh attraction a tourism area rather than the the, the, the transshipment where you got big container trucks coming in uh big cement trucks coming in and things like that so Right now, government is definitely looking into how can we develop this sector at this section to a more touristical attraction or touristical area. So the infrastructure is being um, upgraded. So for folks that have been to the island and, you know, have seen what the island looked like then, we want you to come back and see it now again. Please come back. You know, come to come. come. We are open for business. You go to the web page, tourismcom And, you know, find, get the information. Yeah, get the information. In order to get to the island, you need to fill out the AHAS. And that's the uh, online documentation that you need to fill out and send in. And you will see, you can see which island is, which country is at high risk or low risk for the day. And, yeah, any questions or or anything you may need, you can always contact us as well. Um, Yeah, at the end of the day. I believe you know we are as I said we have touched on everything and I definitely look forward. I, I mean I'm so I'm, I'm glad to, to see you again, David. Michael, <laughs> definitely yeah.
1: a pleasure I'm meeting my, you too, man. And, Michael, not yeah, so yeah. much. I get it.
2: When I'm at this C- DCTO uh, uh, event, David usually have a, a camera in my
1: face like this, you know. <laughs> and I'm like man,
2: what's wrong
4: with
1: you? <laughs> Anyway, anyway, my friend, hey man, it, it's been uh, a pleasure meeting you. Thank you for doing this. Um, and uh, please stay in touch with us. Um, uh, I actually prefer quieter places and stations is definitely on my list of one of those quiet places that I actually want to go to. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a big, uh, I don't like big touristy areas with a bunch of traffic, uh, unless it's just you know, something I can only do once in a lifetime. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, learning more about it and keeping an eye on what you guys are doing. And by all means, if you got anything to say later on down the road? You are more than welcome to come back.
2: Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. I definitely look forward to it because, again, and for all of those of you who have a bucket list, I hope Stacia is on the top of it now. Um, you're looking for safety, tranquility, you know, adventure, and still a, a group of friendly, friendly, loving people that is going to just welcome you as part of their family. Tisha is the place to be, man. Just come on down and, you know, we would definitely welcome you in as, as, as part of the as part of us. That's what we do. And that's all we know.
0: That's you- right. The Caribbean's hidden treasure, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go. Well, again, Charles, appreciate you, man. Thanks for doing this uh, with us. And uh, we're uh, speaking to Charles Lindo. He's the Director of Tourism at St. Eustatius Tourism. Uh, and uh, you've already, we're going to have his website, staciatourism.com on our platform as well. So if you want to learn more about the island, its amenities, what you can do, what you can hang out, stay away from David Cumberbatch, uh, that's where you go. And uh, speaking to David Cumberbatch, on behalf of him, this is Michael gordon Bennett. Saying so long. We'll see you next Monday on another edition of TripCast 360.